Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a podcast. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. You know what I mean? We talk a lot and reach for the sky and reach for your dreams. Hey, hey, this is a podcast, just like all those other podcasts you've heard, but this one's slightly special. If it's the first episode you listen to. Dive on in. It's the Idol Matinee Podcast, episode 139. My name's Ben, aka Barry. I'm the host, and by my side is the G-Man, Greg. Good evening. Good evening, guys. Bonsoir, je m'appelle Gregoire. And Johnny. Hey, gringo. It's me, Johnny, aka Juanito. Greg, tell the people what this is about. It's a three-act thing, like a movie. The first act is a slice of life where we talk about what we've been doing, and we do movie reviews, and we do internet news, and all that sort of stuff. Politics, current affairs, whatever. And politics. The second act is our list of stupid stuff. Questions, improvs, silly songs. List. And the third act is the Brown Bear Comedy Club. Brown Bear. Where we have a comedy poet, improvised comedy, and occasionally other acts that aren't improvised. Uh, BBCC. You know, occasionally we write, might write a joke down and try that. But if, most, of it's, most of it's improvised. If you stop me up, if you stop me up, I'll never stop. Uh, and that's it. Yeah. I've just stopped. Right, let's begin where we begin. So, everybody, everyone had a good week? What's been going down? Uh, Shall I start? Well, we went to a wedding, didn't we? We... Oh, yeah, did went you? To wedding. Oh, yeah. What yeah. wedding did you go to? Oh, uh, our friend Gary's wedding. Gary and Helen's wedding, which oh, has right. been postponed for two years because of yeah. COVID. There's a lot of weddings on this weekend. And this is the big year of weddings, 2022. Everyone's having their weddings because they've all been postponed for like yeah, yeah, three or four years. Yeah, two years go, worth of weddings. I didn't go to two this weekend. Well, hopefully it's the last wedding I go to for yeah. a long, long I time. I said I'm not going to any more weddings or funerals unless they're my own. That can be arranged. What, are you, you going to set me up with an arranged marriage? I've poisoned your drink. Oh. Uh. So that was quite on. fun, wasn't it? The wedding? <laughs> yeah, I, dr- right. I drank too much. Drunk oh, too much yes. too early. Drunk much too much. Okay. Much too soon. I've just remembered about the wedding, so I'll tell you a little bit. And then, Dreg, Greg, you can dregs. Greg, you jump in if yeah, you want yeah, to interrupt yeah, me. That's, that's what I thought we'd so do. where we were sat, because you know, we were all in a big barn... And they sat us at the table right at the end on the other side. That's fine, because we were sat next to the guitarist. But there was a guy... The guitarist who looked like Jeremy Corbyn. There was a bloke. Nice. A girl. They're from Halifax. And then another girl. Very attractive girl. Oh, yeah. And then I was sat next to her. Then it was Izzy. Then Greg. Then Emma and her boyfriend. So I swapped with Greg and made him sit next to her. Because yeah. I thought it'd be better if Greg sits next to her and I sit next to Emma. So obviously, as soon as he sat down, Greg was on fucking full top form on fire. <laughs> on throwing yeah. up on the table. Uh, yeah, no, no, not that point. At that point, I was quite a few, I was a few bubblies in. So we got, to, we did the service and everything. We well, we got there just as we were the last ones there, pretty much, weren't we? Sat down, found a seat or whatever, and then yeah, they got on with the service. Uh, went out, and then the girls came out. They first came out with a tray of al- non like non alcoholic drinks because think because that was for Matt because he wasn't uh, drinking or whatever. 
Um, but then the bubbly girl came out. I was like, oh, over here. And yeah, started on the bubbly and then just, just kept on getting refills. And I'd, I don't know how many glasses of bubbly, but I, I think I was already pissed on the bubbly. And then when we sat down for food, I was like, uh, I was like, oh, wine, okay. And then just started on the wine. So I was just mixing my drinks from the off. And I'm kind of on an empty stomach. And then, yeah, then the girls, there, there was two, like, the, I'd already seen them. There's two quite attractive girls there. And I was, uh, so you're planning like, to play them off against each other? <laughs> no. That's the thing. But one of them, one of them was sat with, uh, which turned out to be a fellow. And I, that's what I figured out. And I was like, okay, well, there's, there's two, there's just one attractive girl then. And then, but then it wasn't long before, like, I mean, she couldn't wait, in fact, to tell me that she, about her fella and ki- her kids. Because <laughs> like, there's a kid's table next, like, next to us. And um and then she's go, she goes uh, like part way into me yammering on about food or something, uh, she goes like oh my kids would be, uh, oh I don't think my kids would be. And I was just like oh I was like, like that Matt Berry sketch. Yeah, like, Fuck just off. Like, um, Did you stand up? Yeah, and go, swap yeah, back. Yeah, 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 swap like back. That. She's yeah, actually kids. Back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, obviously I was going to do that, but in a way it kind of relaxed me because I was like oh, I don't I'm not trying to pull either of these now, so I could just talk. More to champagne. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like more booze. Like we're going to make a fool, of, proper fool of myself now. Are you um, not using that glass, love? Yeah, fill these two up. Which is what I did. So, yeah, it's quite good then. And I just, yeah, then I just carried on chatting loads more because... He was talking about I how to chat him up then. didn't like cheese, why oh, yeah. you can't eat tomatoes, tomatoes, everything you can't eat. Yeah. And just going you, on and on about and what Halifax wears. Halifax is on fire. Did you tell her, like, about, did you tell her about your exes? I was, I was being very social, yeah. Uh, no, no, I didn't tell her about that. Really far, social. But, but, um, but what happens when you become that social that early, Greg? Well, tell yeah, everyone yeah, what so, happens. Yeah, I wouldn't do anything like that. No, you, yeah, you... You burn, you, yeah, burn, you burn out. out. You burn out. If you, burn, oh. if you burn that bright, you burn. You burn out pretty soon. And yeah, then, no, I, I, I sort of because I went out. That was the thing. I was, so I was getting pissed there, going trying to be the life of the party, going yeah, yeah, this, that, blah, blah, blah. Went out, carried on doing that with everyone else. And then I decided to go and play football with the kids. No, no, after we'd eaten. So we had the food. Oh, that's always the best time. Was, oh, yeah, yeah. So I'd just eaten. I'd had mixed loads of drinks. Then I started on the Guinness. So I'd had bubbly, both wines, red and white wine. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I'll have a Guinness to sit on top of that. On top of the food, on top of the chicken and the jus. Before sports. And then, yeah. And then, and the cheesecake. And obviously that was the punchline to all my going on about like, oh, I don't like cheese. Don't like this. Don't like that. And then oh, I obviously had cheesecake for dessert. And they're like, whoa, what's, what about the cheesecake? I was like, yeah. Uh, I like cheesecake though that was the punchline and she didn't uh, uh, ring up a fella and say you're dumped <laughs> yeah this guy's got such a good bit about not liking cheese but then liking cheesecake uh, I love him yeah uh, well, so, so yeah then I ate, so after eating the cheesecake and what shit had a Guinness and then so the kids are all playing uh, archery as it with one of these sucker like these sucker dart thingies but it was actually pretty good for a kid's bow and arrow it fired really fucking far and pretty fast and accurate um, so I was like, "Come on, then, kids, let's have a go." So I was doing archery and football, pissed out of my head at the same with, time with all the yeah, all the food in my belly, trying all to do overhead kicks hottest and stuff. Day of the year. Hottest day of the year, trying to do overhead kicks in my shirt and trousers and shoes. Did they shoes not have a swimming that. pool? Uh, unfortunately, not. Oh, no. that'd have been the best thing to do. I would have been, that. yeah. Um, so yeah, this before I didn't and put my vest and shorts on yet either, then either. Like yeah, so I, I should change into my vest and shorts earlier. But um, yeah, so then I then I, after I, I, when I stopped moving, I was like. Catching my breath. That's when everything caught up on me. The heat, my food, everything. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, time out." So I just walked off around the corner to like the gravelly like driveway bit, and then just had a bit of time out by myself by a tree. Did you throw up? Just breathing. No, I, I was breathing heavily. Like, do calm down. Did the breathing thing where you stop yourself from throwing up, but then it's just inevitable. You know, it was like stopping it. Then it was just no. Nah, it's just going to come up later, even more so. Because then I went back and then had a couple more sips of Guinness and was just like, nope. Uh, you're going to be sick and then I managed to creep off around the corner do it discreetly 
Um, but then after that, I just wasn't, didn't feel right. I couldn't, then I couldn't drink. Then I was like, oh, then I just like, slowly started like just losing all my, all the like, well, yeah, chatting to everyone just slowly turned into, uh, uh, um, uh, I'm going to go and sit in the car for a bit. <laughs> and, like, yeah. the car. So, then I, so then I started getting cold because I was wearing my short, I changed into my shortened vest after I, was, after I puked. So was that the dress code for and the then, reception? <laughs> yeah. Shorts and vest. my dress code, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, so eventually, I, yeah, I was just too fucking, just knackered and uh, pukey and yeah, just felt shit. So I just went and sat in the car. For, I went and sat in the car for about an hour and a half, and then I was just like, "Well, this is fucking shit." So I'm just waiting for everyone to leave. It's just, it's. Yeah, I mean, I, I may as well just go and be sober. For, the idea of being sober around people who are pissed was like so scary to me. But then the idea of sitting in the car till the end of the party while they're all listening to music and everything, I was like, "The fuck that!" So I got out of the car eventually, and then I, I went and enjoyed the last half an hour, even uh, sober, and it was actually all right. I was like, well, "Actually," um, because Barry does that all the time. But I saw Barry there, who was on the dance floor, being on the dance floor for ages, dancing around like a fucking weirdo, doing his weird dad dancing or whatever. Yeah. And I thought, and then I thought, well, uh, well, if Barry can do it, then I'm sure I can. It does and, sound like Barry is the one that should be embarrassed. And the weird thing is, I think what I find bad, difficult to do is just sitting down talking to people uh, when I'm not drunk. But if I'm dancing or I've got something to do, then I'm fine. You know what I mean? I don't need drink. I don't need I, anything. I, I just... find uh, when you, if everyone's having a drink and you're talking to people, you don't really have to say anything because people just talk at you. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. When people yeah, no, are pissed, exactly. they just don't stop that's, talking that's what, at you. That's what I did when I couldn't be bothered to talk, which is a bit, but then I just don't enjoy conversations that much if I don't give anything back. Uh, I'm not much of a listener. No, I am a little. I am, but it's part of a conversation. You've uh, been up to much, Barry? <laughs> never tell. Uh, Johnny, what have you been up doing this week? Uh, watched a bit of telly. Um, that. <laughs> yeah, that was, oh, I saw you say I saw Miranda on Room 101, and she stole when you're talking about cheesecake. She stole Peter Kay's classic garlic bread bit, but did it about carrot cake. Carrots are a vegetable, not a cake, etc. And um, I think I said before, not only does she look like a horse in a pantomime woman costume, she's a fucking joke thief as well. Yeah, it was pretty. Yeah, I see what you're, I see what you're saying. Very close. Who are you talking about? Miranda on Room 101. Saying she doesn't like carrot oh, right. cake. Carrot You're right cake? there, Grandad. Oh, okay, yeah. So I told I was, you, I'm not much of a listener. I saw on the news as well that uh, Dame Kelly Holmes is still gay. That's been going on for about a month. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I, th- I thought she always was gay. So oh, did I. Turns out she was. Yeah. I mean, obviously she always was, but I mean, I thought, I didn't think it was a secret. But it's been on I the news know. for about a week. How brave she is. Or maybe... Um... Very brave to come out in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> And then I watched a bit of Disney Plus, or as I call it now, D Plus. Uh, quick Kenobi update. A slap from a lady knocks a stormtrooper unconscious. Just a little slap, a little tap on the chin. He goes down. And then I watched Ms. Marvel, which is uh, Muslim Hannah Montana with superpowers. Neil Poif from me. Although I was surprised to see Romesh Ranganathan in it. What's that, a Ms. Marvel? Yeah, well, no, it's just a lookalike with, oh, with, two, with normal eyes. I thought he was actually him. I, was gonna, I wouldn't be surprised if he was. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I mean, everything. I was gonna, oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't know why I thought that you might have somehow <laughs> managed to get that it Makes gig. sense. He's in everything. Well, he's not really, is he? He's, he's got his own sitcom now, like another new one. Have you watched it? The one where he's playing a teacher, I think, playing himself, basically. Was it called Avoidance? Yeah, yeah, you avoid, no, avoid. No, yeah, yeah, no, I haven't seen it. I've seen the. Tra- I've seen a he couple. He plays of- a cuck in it. It's supposed to be the hilarious joke, apparently. Uh, okay, I saw him uh, like t- in one of the adverts. He was attempting to go and knock on someone's door, and then he bottles it, and then goes back and sits in his car. So, I've sort of, I've sort of got an I idea in my it. head. I will watch it. I've got an idea in my head what it's going to be like. I fancy but seeing what he looks like. Other than that, not a lot. It's been really hot, and I've been uh, painting indoors, so it's been a bit like Bikram yoga, but without any of the benefits. 
So, and I'm meant to be doing, helping you out again tomorrow, Johnny, aren't I? Well, I mean, for the last two weeks I have been. Yeah, tomorrow will be quite cool tomorrow. Uh, what, is it a different place then? Yeah, not from last week, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's it. Been a bit of a slow week all round, really. Uh, well, I've just been playing Dead Cells on Switch, which I think is a great game. I've got into that as cracking. And we watched uh, Crimes of the Future, the new David Cronenberg film yesterday. Well, Greg fell asleep. But no, I didn't. I fell well, very, maybe very, very briefly. Briefly, did you get the I, whole no, story? I, I, no, I fell, I fell asleep for about for about two seconds. Then Leah Seydoux's tit, tits woke me up. I woke up, and then Leah Seydoux's tits were out, and I was like, "Woo, boobies!" But then. They'd already been there for a minute, I think. Yeah, good film. Similar to Existence, <laughs> sort of, but not about video yeah, games. I mean, the same kind of body same horror. Like body horror and weird creatures, like weird, all the contraptions and the weird things they put on their body are similar to like Existence. And it's quite a good story. It's not too wacky. It's a clever story. It's all right. So yeah, worth watch. I recommend that. It's, I mean, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit silly, I guess, but then it's sci-fi, isn't it? It's, it's out there sci-fi, so yeah. But there's that, that one character, that, the... I don't know if he's French the cop guy is really bad a yeah. really bad actor I don't know they could have got someone better to play him but other than that it's quite good the cast are quite good I think um, oh yeah I did have a, a bit of important housekeeping uh, last week I said uh, we were in the European Council I got that completely wrong it's the European Court of Human Rights that we're leaving okay and coming up later anything, in the show anything, have you got anything more bo- boring than that well yeah coming up later <laughs> in the show it's Ray versus Ray who would win in a fight between Winston and Sting uh, what Ray Winston and Sting Sting Ray oh right sorry I was just Ray, Ray Sting well you see later on in the show okay, we'll find yeah, out okay, a, um, a guy called Ray well, Sting <laughs> I'm Ray Winston I thought he meant Sting as in Gordon Sumner but I thought oh is his name not Gordon Sumner it's Ray something and I'm Ray Sting coming up later in the show it's the big Glastonbury week this weekend there's oh, going to yeah. be a scorcher any of you guys going to Glastonbury yeah, I go every year. No, obviously not. Would you like I mean, to not go? Obviously not, but I don't know. I haven't gone since you have to pay for it. Since the mean fiddlers took over and started up setting up gun turrets and shit. It's hard to get tickets, isn't it? You have to get them straight away, I think. You have oh, to it's lame now. Ding, ding, ding. That's all gone. Now it's not dangerous. Now it's not overcrowded and dangerous and you almost get Hillsbrid leaving each gig, each like field. It's not worth have, it. It's not I fun. I think you have to be related to Zoe Ball to get tickets, don't you? I don't know, but let's... Uh, so shall we... Can I do this? Uh, so because ro- it's been really hot, uh, we've got a little roving report. We've been out and about on the beaches of the UK, uh, interviewing people and finding out what they think about the hot weather. So uh, let's just go over to the beach studio. I think we're at Brighton. Hello there. I'm the roving reporter, Barry, and I'm here in Brighton interviewing some uh, stragglers on the beach on this hottest day of the year to finding out what they think of the heat. Uh, excuse me, madam. What are you thinking of this hot day? Are you enjoying it? Uh, yeah, it's alright, yeah. What do you think? Do you like the hot weather? Um, no, not really. What are you doing to stay cool? Um, uh, <laughs> fanning myself. With oh, a, wonderful. With a big fan, with a big, with a roll, with a sun, newspaper. Let's have, let's have a chat with this young man here. Feeling hot, sir? Oh, I certainly am. It took me ages to get here because of the rail strikes. Oh, what do you think of those, sir? Oh, they're outrageous. It normally takes me half an hour to get here, and today I had to take two different buses. During the hot weather? It took an hour altogether. But are you enjoying the hot weather? Oh, yes, it's lovely. Look at my back. And what are you doing to stay cool? Very hairy. Um, I'm just pointing my back at the sun. Okay, that's keeping you cool. Uh, oh, we've got some young... Uh, a gang uh, of young people. Uh, oh, I thought of something... Oh, oh I've, got a group, I've got a group of penguins chilling, cooling me down... I mean, what did you want me to say uh, w- w- exactly? 
What would be funny? What would be a funny answer to that? Well, I'm not really asking uh, funny. Oh, that's not rude. I've got someone pissing on me who's got really cold piss. I'm not really after a funny answer, madam. Just oh. a answer of how you're keeping cool. It's a bit cool. fucking boring, then. Who cares about that? I'm just going to leave you who two you, alone. Who are you reporting for? There's a gang of young kids skateboarding over there and they're like having fun. Let's yeah, well, that talk. looks more interesting. Let's go and talk to those me how I cooled out. Madam, please. I'll either go in the sea or I'll wait or, or I'll fan myself. Madam, please. I'm going to dunk your head underwater in a minute uh, what, me, I want to go and speak to those young lads over there I'll do that then hey Boys. cool hang ten yeah hi dude hey hi hi dude yo uh, how, what do you think of the hot weather dudes uh, it's really hot it's pretty rad pretty sick I see it's wicked not too hot for skateboarding though well, it's very uh, difficult on the beach yeah man I always wear black and so I don't care about the sun I skateboard like this all the way through I'm going to get a mini scooter well, there we go. That was um, me on the beach interviewing some people. And I, I think you'll agree with me. It's a scorcher. The skateboard kids are a bit lame. <laughs> you know, it's difficult to skate on I Brighton like, Beach, like isn't the it? Lady. The piss lady is quite exciting. Do you guys want to do the pub quiz? Uh, yes, please. How do you want to do it? Do you want to write the answers down and then read them out at the end? Or do you um, want to just shout no, them out? Thank you. We'll just shout them out. Shout oh, them out. Right. Yeah. That makes it worse for the listener. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. This is a TV pub quiz. Okay. Okay. Question one. Okay. What was the name of the pub in the Young Ones? Oh, the the the, the, the oh fuck. The Chelsea Arms. No, it's not. It's the, uh, the kebab and calculator. Bing, one yeah. point. Yeah. Question two. What is the pub called in Bottom? Oh, oh, the calculator and kebab. Uh, the Nags something. Nags Head. No. Fuck. I don't know the one in Bottom. The Ronnie O'Sullivan. Fuck it. It's called the Dog and Handgun, which oh. may come in useful in uh, another pub one. quiz. The pub in Only Fools and Horses was... That's a nags head, isn't it? <laughs> oh. un- uh, minus one point. Oh. The pub in the Only Fools and Horses was the ha- nags head. Too easy. Oh. But who was the governor of the nags head when it first appeared on our screens in 1981? Oh, Mike. Mike, Steve. Steve, Mike. Um, I don't know. Was it was it the, was the latest guy called Mike? Was it, he was called Mike, wasn't he? No, I don't know. When the serial began in 1981, the governor was unseen and was never identified. No. But Mike Fisher ah. took over in 1983 and was a regular character until Sid from the cafe took over in 2001, where Mike was sent to prison for getting involved in one of the Trotters' dodgy money making schemes. So what's the fucking answer? It was no, 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 one. no one. You don't right, know. Okay. You don't know his name. What was the full name? Question four of the pub in Minder. Oh, that I have Winchester got... Arms. I haven't got a clue. Close is the Winchester Club. A oh. uh, little bonus trivia: um, George Cole and Dennis Waterman, playing Arthur Daly and Terry McCann, sat outside the Blue Anchor in Hammersmith for the end credits of Minder. The Blue Wanker. Blue, Blue Anchor. Anchor. Yeah. All right. A general knowledge tiebreaker for the end. True or false? Lou Ferrigno or Lou Ferrino and Fat Emma Whitbread were separated at birth. <laughs> That's true. False. I it, mean, it, it, they look like a lot like each is, other. It is true. Thank o- you. Almost everyone is separated at birth from their mothers. Amazing. <laughs> Quiz of the week. <laughs> is, that, is that it? That's good. That I like that. So I think I won. So the conversation between the security guards at the front stage when the lead singer decides to jump off stage and stand precariously on the... Precariously? That's it. On the crowd barrier. This is one of yours, Johnny. What do you think? Yeah, I saw this happening the other day um, when some... I've never heard of this band. I think it was the Isle of Wight Festival. 
jumped off the stage, ran through the sort of um, no man's land, and got up on the barrier. And they just sort of this bloke's just got two of them got hold of his trousers, and they just he's like leaning over the crowd, and they're just holding like having a it's chat. Just like, just oh, like, no, there's not there's not enough of your fans here to catch you. Yeah. <laughs> they don't like you enough. We can't let you jump. None of the big names do it, do they? None of the big names do it. <laughs> but I just thought, well, how bored they're just like, oh, stay here. <laughs> No? All right, then. I thought it was a good idea. No. So in the late 90s, there was a lot of stoner films, and we watched one called Half Baked the other day with uh, Chris... Who's in Half Baked? Uh, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle and Jim Brewer. Uh, So, yeah, Half Baked. Home Improvement had Dave Chappelle and Jim Brewer in it as buddies hanging out together, and then they were going to have their own show, but then Jim Brewer wasn't chosen to be in it, and they only made like six episodes of it, didn't they? And yeah. it's, it's fucking rubbish. Was it called Buddies or something? Yeah, Buddies. Yeah. Uh, but then we found, then we looked up Stoner Films because it said, oh, but Jim Brewer did work with Dave Chappelle in the movie Half Baked from 1999. So I was like, oh, well, I've got to watch that. That looks interesting. It was like when Friday came out, all these like late 90s Stoner movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it is not good, but it's no. it's. It's, 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 it's bad, but it's yeah. It's, I don't even know what it's about. Actually, I've totally forgotten no, I've what it's forgotten. about. Oh, getting their mate out of prison. Oh their yeah, their mate gets, gets uh, sent to prison. Their mate gives loads of munchies to a horse and kills a horse, a, a police, police horse, horse. Yeah, and goes to prison. Then they're trying to stop him from getting raped. And basically. they, oh yeah, and then basically, Dave Chappelle works in a, a lab, doesn't he? Like a hospital. Oh, that's it. And yeah, the hospital yeah. gets pure weed to give to the doctors and he's like what because he gets asked to go and give some to the doctor and then he realises he can get it all out of the hospital and just start selling it and that's very odd there's a big gangster who's played by Dave Chappelle as well and then yeah. there's another gangster. I don't know who that was. It's a famous dude. It's like Shaft or something, didn't it? I don't oh, know no, Richard Roundtree was in it. Yeah, Shaft Richard was, in it. was in it. But he wasn't the I big gangster. But uh, yeah, but it's Jim Brewer's presence, I think, that was the most irksome thing about the Because the film itself, yeah, it was crap. It was like cheap. Dave Chappelle's voiceover sort of, it was like hardly audible sort of thing. I don't know whether it was the copy that we were watching, but I've got a feeling it was just a bad sound mix in the film yeah. itself. And yeah, it's just oh badly put together. But he was actually quite competent, and he's he's a good comic performer, obviously. So he's it was like he was just doing some of his sketches from his show, sort of thing, but not as well written. Was it after the show or be- or before? Uh, it's before. Uh, uh, no, I think this was after just, that show. Oh, no, it's just Drew. It was what, after because they said Dave Chappelle show. Oh no, Dave Chappelle. It's like before that. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're talking about the Dave Chappelle Dave show. Chappelle yeah, before yeah, Dave before Chappelle that. show. Dave Chappelle show. Yeah. But before or after Cheech and Chong? The fi- uh, my way after. The film had a narration. He's in it though, isn't he? Cheech Marin's in Ch- it. Yeah, no, Chong. Cheech Marin Chong. 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 Uh, they had a narration over it because the scenes were so ca- cl- badly put together. Well, yeah, so yeah. I had to have the narration to, to see what was going on. For it, exposition. It jumps all over the place. And stuff, yeah. So Jim Brewer, right? He's a stand-up comedian and now he talks about like anti-vax and masks and he's fucking all over that shit. But he plays a quality stoner in this. He's constantly like going, you can do it. It's a shame you can't see a video because he, yeah, the Just face he Google Jim Brewer. Like, the thing where he bites his bottom lip. And then go, <laughs> and that's meant to be really stoned. And he's always like going, yeah, man. You've never seen yourself when you're stoned then, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and the other film we watched uh, was Standing Up, Falling Down on Amazon. So I was walking my dog in the park and I was going to this guy, oh, I'm doing a stand-up comedy course. And he goes, oh, you should watch Standing Up, Falling Down. It's about stand-up comedy. So we put it on. It's nothing about stand-up comedy. He does like a, it's Schwartz, isn't it? Ben Schwartz. Yeah, he's, who do, he's with Schwartz and Middleditch. They do improv together. But they, they're both, uh, sorry, Schwartz, he's in uh, Parks and Rec and stuff like that as well. He's a comic, you'll recognise his face probably from a few Who's things. It? And he's quite good. He's a good comic actor. He's quite good. He's all right in this, but it's a bit... It's, it, the writing's a bit a yeah. Billy Crystal some of, the, some of the observations are quite good in it. it's a bit hit and miss isn't it but it's got nothing to do with stand, it's not a film about fucking stand up I don't know why yeah. anyone would suggest did you just say the, the film's a bit yeah man <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
is yeah, man. Billy Crystal's like the coolest guy ever, and then anyway, we're yeah, he's like meant to be a cool watching. dermatologist, and but yeah, so we thought he was going to be an older stand-up who then That's takes Ben like, Schwartz yeah. under his wing, and then they both do stand-up together. But it's not, yeah, I don't, yeah, it's just about them being friends, and that was it. Really. It's just about friendship between a, a failing stand-up comedian and and, and a and a trendy old dermatologist. Asked a hundred people, would you rather be sexy than funny? Uh, well, I'd say funny. Well, I am sexy, so funny, I suppose. If someone mistook, no, I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I think I'm both. But uh, are you saying would they? You're asking them which one would they rather be if they had to choose one or the other? Yeah, right, yeah, funny then, yeah, okay, sexy, right. Next, that's a qu- double act. Next question. <laughs> Uh, if someone mistook you for someone else, would you play along with it? Um, depends who depends that depends who who was, was, yeah. For someone rich and famous. If they thought that, it was someone that owed them money, then no. If it was someone they owed money to, then yes. If they were attractive and it was someone they wanted to have sex with, then yes. We asked 100 lorry drivers, why do you kill prostitutes? That's just what uh, they do. I don't know why. I'm not a lorry driver. Harry Styles, star status versus talent. Discuss. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, he's not as yeah he's not he's not talented, is he? He's not he's not Bowie. He's not the new Bowie, which he's being, which I think some people are sort of touting him as or something. He did as wear a star, dress. Yeah. I mean, as uh, in his crazy clothes and what have you, and uh, as a stage presence, like an old lady. Then you could maybe compare him, but. He's got nothing musically about him at all, has he? He can, I mean, he can carry a tune. He was in a boy band, obviously, but uh, that's it. That- he's bought himself a fucking guitar. Apparently, he's bought a, like a really expensive, fancy guitar, like rare guitar, like not a, not a Les Paul, but that something came, like that. That came into my head because I saw an interview with a girl on, t- like another singer on TV that was supporting him, and they said to her, "Oh, did you actually get to meet Harry Styles like backstage?" And she was like, "Oh no, 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 no!" He was surrounded by all his entourage and all that. Like he, like we've just said, like he's a massive superstar. But the, like you just said, that the recognition he's got is as if he's written all these amazing songs for years and years and years. Yeah. But he hasn't, has he? No, he's just like, bought himself an expensive guitar, and now he's taught himself how to play it a little bit. So I mean. He can probably play like a little bit better than me, but that's because I can't play. He's at got all. a large production team. He's got a large management team. He's got a large team of stylists, a large team of fucking PR and promotional people, and that's his team. He's just a product. It's like how many people does it take to make a Mawam fucking sweet or something like that? Or actually, how many people does it take to make Starburst? So you're saying he's a human Mawam? Yeah, no, human Starburst. Not as many as it takes to make Frutella. Exactly. He does look like a Mawam. He looks like the little guy on the Mawam packet. I do like that. Um, you stop your crying, it's a sign of the times. Gotta get away from here. I like that. It's, well, I don't like the melody. It's a cheesy pop song. but Have you told, have right. you told your parents yet? <laughs> <laughs> Mum, Dad, I like, I'm a stylist. Oh, God. I'm a styler. What are they called? What are Harry Styles fans called? Uh, uh, in stylos. In line skaters. Well, I prefer Furious to Harry, but what I did see in the uh, news this week was Eleven off of Stranger Things was at the Harry Styles concert getting off with a bloke. An older man. Well, you saw her getting off with a bloke. Picture. All right, okay. Well, that was like celeb news or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking of uh, Stranger Things. Um, yeah, the uh, I was watching the other day. Well, that's well, that's an example of how like pop culture stories get blown up. So, like the success of Stranger Things, obviously the kids in that, 
they've all got Instagram accounts, whatever, their names all blown up and yeah, so people are paying more attention to them. But recently the so the latest season of Stranger Things, they've been playing eighties music throughout, obviously it's it's set in the eighties, so I didn't realise the first ep- the first season must uh, must have been set in like nineteen eighty three or something. So it's very early, wasn't it? Because the latest season's uh, 86. And so, yeah, I think so. 83, 4, 5, 6. Yeah, that makes sense. So they've been playing music relative, I mean, relative to the time, to the year or whatever. It's um, like dog years, isn't it? Because yeah. they've aged an extra two years. But like, so it's funny. So in the latest one, they've got Running Up the Hill um, by Kate Bush. Good tune. Playing the character Max, the ginger girl. She's got it playing. It's her favourite tune. She's got it playing in the Is that Emma Thurman's daughter in uh, real life? Oh, I don't know. I think it might be, but I don't know. Oh, I don't right. know. So I'm sure someone said that, but oh, right. it could be. I mean, how would we find ginger. out? <laughs> However, could we find out? We'll look into that. Uh, but yes, yeah, so, so, so she's walking down. It's quite, and it's quite moody, and it fits, kind of fits the the theme of the, the show. It's quite dark. The season four is quite dark as well, and it's like, yeah, turn the brightness up on your TV. <laughs> walking down the yeah, walking down the corridors, being all moody, being all teen angst because they've started uh, high school and that as well. But like that, that's now number one. So that's become really popular because all the fucking idiots are going like oh what's that tune I like that tune but it is, timely. It is a it. timeless song and, and but yeah it is I, yeah, I mean, a lot of Kate Bush's stuff is I, I, I love Kate Bush uh, I've got no problem with that I'm glad the song's at number one but it's it's more down to so now I was watching something late night TV thing the other day and they keep going on about it so uh, this woman on the late night news goes oh we've got the, the the woman who arranges the music for Stranger Things and we're going to talk to her later and then had interviewing her so um, so what uh, so what how, what made you come as if it's her if like, she's I just, responsible I saw something similar because Kate Bush obviously isn't going to go on the TV yeah 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 they, on the news they had uh, Britain, oh. one of Britain's most famous Kate Bush impersonators oh, right, get, yeah, on, exactly, yeah. that's not a joke and she was all, on the beat it's saying, all just because they can't get to talk to Kate Bush I guess like, but it's funny because the, the bird who was getting interviewed I didn't actually bo- I didn't actually bother to listen to what she said but I'm, I'm just guessing I think she started off by just going so she goes, oh, what made you think of that? And she goes, and she started off going, to be honest with you. And then I turned over. I shouldn't. I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh. and I was like, yeah. But then I was so like, because well, she said, yeah. So, so to be honest with you, it, I think she just went, well, it's just one of my favourite tunes. And I thought, yeah. Well, we've used nearly every other eighties tune. Uh, so like, have we used Kate Bush yet? No. So I just chucked in. Um, I just chucked in that tune. That's what I imagine she fucking probably actually did. Uh, uh, one thing I did hear... I think a lot of thought went into it. Thanks to it going to number one, was Kate Bush wrote the song, produced the song, and owns uh, 100% of the rights, including publishing, and at the moment she's earning £250,000 a week off that song alone. Oh, yeah, but yeah so she's over the fucking moon, yeah. True. Well, fair play. Word. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, that's crazy, isn't it? Because obviously, did it, did it get to number three or something originally, or not even that high? Or... Yeah, no, it didn't. It never went to number one. No, yeah, no, it definitely wasn't number one, but yeah, I don't know how high it went. I think it got a lot of radio play back then. But that's weird, isn't it? So this woman's like, getting bit interviewed by BBC News. At, like, yeah. I think it's amusing strange. that it's better, because it is better than a lot of the uh, songs the TikTok generation would be used to, I think. Oh, no, absolutely. I'm glad if it is a younger generation, it's all... Or is it like loads of people like our age have just, just decided going, oh, that tune is actually quite good. Um, or I imagine it's young kids going like... Just, it's also just, a difference of how songs get to number one as well, I think. I assume it's, I assume it's kids who are sort of strange, streaming na- Stranger Things age. So there's obviously a lot of kids... The, the, obviously the genius of the show I guess is if there is any genius behind it I think it, it, season 4 has won me back round a bit because I was put off a little bit I loved season season 1 I think we all did we were all like oh yeah this is good season 2 I was like yeah okay 
But in season three, I was sort of like, nah, I'm sort of bored of this now. But I think now because the jump in age and, and it's because it's gone darker because Stephen King's a massive fan of this late, yeah. latest season and he's pissed off about it being split in two because um, I read this uh, clickbait thing I was like oh Stephen King's annoyed at Stranger so it Things e- it hasn't ended yet no no it's good Cause I, didn't watch, I started watching it and I couldn't be by far I don't like the kids anymore I didn't watch it and then I thought on Gogglebox I saw a bit on Gogglebox and they said oh this and they basically spoiled what happened so oh, right, I haven't oh. seen any of it and I know that bit so that ruined oh, okay. it okay yeah no yeah, there was definitely spoilers there uh, but no, I quite yeah, I enjoyed it. So well, it's, spoiling it's the finale, the first finale, and showing it with loads of the people sitting at home going, "Oh no, I hope they make it!" And I was just going, "Oh god, I've ruined the ruined it for me now." Yeah, because they split. It's quite good how they've split everything up, and they got um, Hopper. Well, that's a spoiler. Hopper Hopper doesn't die in the, oh, the end of season three. It, so okay. that's good. Oh, but um, I've not just said that. Yeah, the end of season three. You think Hopper's dead? And oh, cheers for that. But I think most people who've watched, who are listening to this, have yeah, watched it, but I haven't, some people thanks. haven't. So I it. Okay, I might. But I'll, maybe I'll, beep I'll, that I'll, out. I'll, I'll cut that bit out. Oh, no, we'll well, you already told me now. So yeah, no, you spoil it for us. Well, okay. Well, then there's that there's that storyline of him being in a Russian gulag. Um, so is that him trying to escape there? Then you've got two the set of kids who are dealing with. The monster. What in season four? Uh, yeah, and then and you've got the, the kids who are all now in LA dealing with the government and also trying to deal with the monster or whatever. Yeah, so it's you've got three sort of storylines going on, and they're all quite they're all good. So it's you know usually when you're like, oh, I'm bored, I don't want to know about that storyline, I want to go back to the other thing. You know, yeah. like in Lost, when you're always like. When you first lost. watched Lost, you thought it was all right, and you're like, "I just want to see what's in the fucking hatch." And then they do a, and then they'd go back to someone's backstory from five years ago, like, and you're like "Oh fucking!" They made like, oh, up what was in the hatch yet. And then huh? they had made up. Was that another, just another load of mystery boxes and never get opened, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but then you'd, you'd, I mean, if you were, but when you were actually bothered about Lost, you'd be like, "Just show me what's happening now." But the thing you're saying about this, sorry, with this, the storyline, all the storylines that go, you're like, you're equally interested, yeah. But you were saying about celebrity culture becoming news, like the almost the end of every like sort of ITV news and um, gen- mainly the end of it they'll just have some mid-table pop star or old pop star coming on and go oh you're back in the West End and they'll have a chat and it's like you know there's stuff going on in the world yeah. you know just bang on about the Ukraine a bit more or the ra- or the railways or something yeah. talking of the uh, nostalgia thing that's going on at the moment can you do a quick impression of a mid-40s man who's just been to see Top Gun Maverick please for me <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> I'll well, do it as well yeah okay <clears throat> um, well, yeah it was good uh it's good, yeah. It's got, it's got. Yeah, I like it. Cause it's got all the old, old cat. It's got Maverick in it. Um, uh, even our uh, Iceman's in it. One, but it's got, it's, uh, it's got Goose. It's got Goose's son in it. It's called the planes. Plane fights are good. Oh man, best film of the year. Best film I've ever seen. It's got G-force. That G-force in that plane. I think he flew those planes himself. You know, that is. A, I've seen it three times now. I've been back to it three <laughs> times now. I'll tell you what, it's a big two fingers up to Hollywood, isn't it? Like I always say, get woke, go broke. Right, this is a proper man's film with man's things in it. It's got planes, it's got fighting, it's got guns. I haven't seen it yet. I don't know, I went to see The Rise of Gru, the Minions Rise of Gru instead. It's very politically neutral, I've noticed. Uh, there's no, they're not flying the flag for America in the film, I see, which I quite liked. I think Tom Cruise broke his ankle making that film. I'd like to do a little bit of housekeeping. I'd like to make an apology. For being a dick. Yeah, but one of our earlier episodes, 
Do you remember the Noel Clark episode where we kept going on about him touching yeah, yeah. women and being... Well, apparently, yeah. Noel Clark is not the subject of a criminal investigation. After 10 months of assessment by specialist detectives within the Metropolitan Police, none of the allegations made against him has been found to meet the threshold for further police inquiry. Just don't meet the threshold doesn't mean he wasn't trying to meet the threshold. <laughs> Sorry, Noel. <laughs> not that it matters. He, no one listens to us, but... Yeah, just... but, but it's weird how we, we assumed he was guilty, so no smoke without fire. He obviously looks guilty enough. At least it ruined his career, yeah. so no more shit from him. Well, yeah, at least at least we weren't established enough then to uh, ruin his career, single-handedly. Well, there was an interview where he talks about Idol Matinee. <laughs> was there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and coming up later in the show, we ask if the government are planning to send refugees to Rwanda, are there plans to send burglars to Bulgaria or transsexuals to Transylvania? Hey, nice one. Or giants to Jamaica. Oh, no, it's not the same letter, but it's the same sound. <laughs> uh, and later on in the show, in a week, the RMT are uh, insisting on strike action. We ask, isn't it about time Madonna gave it a rest? <laughs> right, OK. Let's uh, take our weekly visit to the Tibbets. And this week, they're going to a harvester. Or is it a... What's the other one called? Oh, for fuck's sake. Fucking hell. <laughs> All that. Brewsters. No. no. What's the other one with harvester? Harvester and oh. um, Toby. Toby Carvery. So the Tibbet. So is it a har- is it a harvester or is it a Toby Carvery? <laughs> we'll find out. What Let's, the fuck? We join the Tibbets as they enter the harvester or Toby Carvery. <laughs> All right, Maureen. Have we got enough room? I'm backing in. I'm That's, backing in. I'm backing in. Have we got enough room two there to park? Sides here, Michael. I can't tell if it's a harvester or a Toby's. It says Hobby Hobster. I think it's been both, but the sides have both fallen down. Maureen, you haven't commented on uh, how smoothly the car's running. It smells lovely anyway, Michael. The Volvo, I've changed the Volvo so that it now runs on biodiesel and chip fat. Oh, that sounds good, Michael. Oh, that sounds kind of dangerous, Michael. Well, no, no, I've made sure that all the tubing goes well away from the electrical, so you've got nothing to worry about. So it could cause a massive explosion No, or no, no, we're, we're here now, I've parked it, we're good, here, it's completely good, good. safe. Come good, on. Sounds great. Let okay. me, wait, wait, wait. I'll let you out. Let the lady out, Maureen. Oh, thank you, Michael. Out you get. Oh, it does smell lovely, doesn't it, Michael? I think that's the chip fat. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, hello. it smells the same inside. <laughs> Let's go in. Uh, hello, sir, madam. Have you booked? Oh, hello. Yes, we have. Michael? You, uh, uh, what name's it under? Under the tibbets. Uh, tibbets. Okay. And that's table for free, is it? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, there we go. Oh, is this your little one? Oh, <laughs> Jackie. Ah, <laughs> little cutie. Little Jackie Tibbet. Okay, little Jackie. Come on, right. Jackie, let's go. Not a birthday or anything, is it, today? No, no, not today. Yes, no. it's a birth- yes, birthday, yes. We're, oh, we're, yes, it is. Oh, yes. cake for the so birthday, birthday girl. Oh, yes, yes. It's, for, it's Jackie's birthday. Jackie, it's your birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Oh, oh, oh stop my ball. Jackie, come on. Happy birthday, little one. Uh, come and take a seat here near the window. We'll oh, sit lovely. you here. I'm fine. Um, have you ever been to a ho- Hobie's before? Oh, it is a Hobie. Oh, it is a Hobie. So we could, we weren't sure if it's a Harvester or a, or a Toby's. It is a Hobie's. Okay, um, no, we haven't. Well, it's kind of like a mixture of a, a Harvester and a Toby Carvery. Oh, okay, I see. So you just go up there and help yourself. We've got some microwaves there. Uh, we've got some cooking utensils, salad and bits like that. Oh, so just go and help yourself. Okay. Um, so, yeah, when you're ready, guys, ladies and so gentlemen. So you carve it f- via the microwave? Uh, no, the microwave you can use to heat up any of the food you feels too cold, or the salady bits. There's some eggs you can heat up and Ooh, bits like that. Oh, crackling, Michael. Yeah, crackling. So please Ooh, go and help Brussels yourself. Um, you can oh, take. Uh, yep, we've got a child's Cracking. menu as well. Okay, that's fine. She well, she tends to eat the same as us anyway. Oh, so. She's like a horse. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we always uh, say, don't we, Maureen? Okay. Right. Would you like to use the microwave? Should I'll stack my plate up first? We've got to put the food on it first. Isn't he keen? Oh, they've got some good stuff here. Some apple with the pork. 
Uh, uh, do you mind not talking to my wife, sir? Turkey. We're out on a family do. Oh, sorry. Cranberry. Uh, I mean, it's a bit cold. I think I will give it a little bit of a heat up, Michael. But careful, Maureen. They've obviously well, seen me to show you how to use the microwave, madam. Oh, uh, yes, sir. Yes, should yes. you have all the microwaves piled up on the hot plate? Yes. Oh, I'll just make it extra hot, Michael. Don't oh, worry okay. about that. I'm sure they've done it. Have you done a pat test on those microwaves? No, Michael, with your bloody pat test. It doesn't matter, Michael. Look, we just want to heat our bloody food up, Michael. Well, uh, I think we we're going to get more than a ping. Here it goes. Oh, what's happening? The hot plate. Oh, my God, Michael. I told you. I'm sorry you had to see that, uh, little Jackie. Would you still like the birthday cake? Oh, uh, please. I'll go and get you it. Thank then, we'll, you. then we'll phone you a taxi home. Do you know uh, your address? Please. Uh, okay. Coming up next on the show, we acknowledge all the work Prince William has done for homelessness since 2005 and ask, is that why homelessness is now more popular than ever? Uh, you think that Prince William wouldn't need to start selling the biggest shoe. He's got enough money, hasn't he? <laughs> Did you see him when he was doing that? Poor bloke next to him's going, he's taking all my big issues. Yeah, apparently he's doing crack now as well. Uh, I don't think I'm he was... not saying all big issue sellers do crack. It's just a silly little I don't think it's, I think it's like a little uh, f- photography stunt. Mm. I, don't think, do I don't think he's actually uh, very cynical s- I don't think he has to sell the big issue so he did sleep on the he did sleep on the street um, one night didn't he in London in 2005 got kicked out with a bloke from Outreach anyway let's and talk they shared it'd be funny bag. if he did Secret Millionaire because there might be some people who don't know what the, the royals look like we could get them to do Secret well you wouldn't expect a ginger one would you or Secret Royal there must be some there must be some like weird like well that's know, Prince Andrew isn't it you get him in a wig you know some Prince Andrew's a secret royal now. Uh, well, there must be some family somewhere, somewhere in the north, maybe, <laughs> who hasn't, uh, hasn't even doesn't even know who the royals are. No one's ever seen William with hair, so you could put a wig on him, and then people wouldn't know who he is. Is it Harry or William? I don't know which one's which. <laughs> don't really follow the royals. You could yeah. put Princess Anne in a stable, and people just think she was a horse. So I thought of a new movie in the week called Table Dad. So it's a kid whose dad passes away, and his the dad's ghost possesses their dining table. And the kid, son, it's me. I'm in the table. That's what you need to do. The, the, what's it, Rob uh, Bryden, in the man in the box? Uh, no, voice. just like you're not. I'm in the table. I'm not in a table. I'm in the table, son. Pop. Yeah, it's me. I'm here, son. I'm in the coffee table. How did you get in there? My spirit's in here. You know, have you seen Child's Play? A bit like that. There's a lightning strike and uh, the curse and. Uh... But Dad, you got hit by a car. Remember? Run off the road by those big bullies. What? What, what you, bullies? Don't you remember, Pops? Your bullies or my bullies? You worked for that... You t- said big bullies. Do you mean were they bullying me or you? They're bullying me, Pops. Why'd they run me off the road? Because you worked for the company that made the wood for those tables. It made tables. more sense I was trapped in a car or something rather than a table. But Why am I trapped in a table? Because you worked for the company that made the wood that went into the tables, Pops. Oh, okay, that makes sense. And the man was trying to fire you. So what we got to do now is try and find my killers. Me as the table, and you as you. How am I going to carry you out the house? On a roof rack. I can't drive. Put me down the tabletop side on the top of the roof with the legs pointing upwards to create less drag. Mom. Mom. <laughs> Can you give me a hand with this table? It's Dad. Oh, you're not again with that table shit. Betty! Betty, I miss you, baby! Oh, let's make love! I've got, I can use one of my legs! I've got Uncle Steve upstairs. I'm not putting up with any more of this crap. I can use all my legs! 
<laughs> Mum, please give me a hand to get the table on the roof. You'll get Come splint- on, Betty. At least put on a female voice for me. Jesus, you'll, fuck, Betty. You'll get splinters. There you go. I'll get splinters <laughs> in my woo There you go, Betty. Yeah. And it's up. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Mum. So where do we need to go, Dad? Uh, right, well, you know the bullies. Hopefully I've tied you on properly. Here we go. <laughs> I think Table Dad's got legs, because we can go. <laughs> He's, got legs. He's definitely got legs. In a... <laughs> I can see a sit- I can see a sitcom. Table Dad. <laughs> Do you not think it's a bit wooden? Oh, dear. In an alternate universe, rather than the sex pistols, there's the socks... Pistols. Hey. Can you imagine what that would be like? Well, probably better visually, I'd imagine, because then you could have so- we could have to be showing socks. Because otherwise, we're going to have to do an impression of a sock, aren't we? Hey, it's me. I'm a sock puppet, but you can't tell because you can't see me. It's me. I'm what stuck. Sock sound like. I'm I stuck guess, inside. Like a, I'm stuck inside a sock, <laughs> yeah, and I'm a dad. Like a table guy, I guess. Yeah. Hey, it's me. I'm. I'm a. <laughs> I'm uh, a sock guy. My name's Righty, and I'm a sock, and I'm looking for my mate Lefty. Oh, I am an antichrist, and I'm also a sock. I'm Socky Rotten. Oh, yeah, I don't know why I'm an American. Um, sock it to me. <laughs> sock it to me. She oh, was I a- am a smelly sock. Oh, I am made of cotton. Um, yeah. I don't want to do laundry. Oh, nice, yeah. Don't lose but- me. <laughs> I've been missing my pal. I am just one on my own. Why are we always odd? Why do you always find one? I missed my friend who looks like me. Oh. Oh no! I haven't found my other sock. I haven't found it. Suck it to me! He died of a sock overdose. We're so pretty, oh so pretty. We're smelly socks. Socks. Uh, I see. I don't, I don't, I don't know enough. Uh, has stabbed Nancy. Socks. There aren't that many. <laughs> I'm a socks machine. He socked it too. With her. a darning needle. He socked her right in the stomach with a knife. Oh, that's a bit bad taste. Yeah, that's why. You, that's why my big toe sticks for it. She didn't get. Uh, Steve. Steve Jones didn't uh, write particularly like her, did he? It would seem. Well, I don't no know. one like Nancy. It was she's a, yeah. seemed like a bit of a cunt. Yeah. Talking of socks and laundry, how do you reckon they wash their clothes in Star Wars? Because I know you never see people go to the toilet in Star Trek, but you never see them well, wash any well, clothes. Well, you see Ewan McGregor working in a meatpacking factory, so I see. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen them washing their clothes. No, at some they all point. just stink. He stinks of fish. Yeah. He, he's he's not really a Jedi. He just puts his hand up, and it's not the Force; it's his armpit smell that smashes people against the wall. You think if they like, were very much like Barry? If you think that if they were extending the Star Wars universe they'd want to show you how they clean their clothes wouldn't you they want to show all of it so you sort of feel like you're involved in the universe do you reckon they're circumcised or uncircumcised in the Star Wars universe use your ridiculously overpowering PO they'd fill that in them gaps in the they've, story what the gaps in the penis the gaps in that story so you'd have like a droid wouldn't you a droid laundrette laundry laundrette laundry. I think you'd just have you should have a big just a big droid with a big uh, washing machine belly and he just comes on and goes thank you and reaches out grabs your washing and then puts it into his belly and goes thank you very much well when you go hyperdrive or light speed you just program the spaceship to leave all the dirt on your clothes in the other realm and that should be a spin-off as well what and that dries it the laundrette the spin-off dries it droid cleaners yeah 
So, I think Disney will probably do that. Do you reckon there are too many, too few, or just the right amount of mass shootings in America? Too many, because we got caught in this conversation the other day, and they go, yeah, it's like that mass shooting in America, and I had to go, oh, which one? Because... There was two that same They're month. Clusters. Yeah, because there's two in the same month. That's too many. Because then, oh, there's then more than that. Ask, if you've got to ask which one when someone says about a mass shooting, because it should be one. four or more, but there were two that were, when there's like 20 people killed, they actually report on it. If they did them one, once a year, then at least in a conversation, you wouldn't have to go like. Oh, no, there's over 200 which, in the first six months of this year, mass shootings in America. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah. If there was just one one big one a year, then you'd be like, oh, okay, I know which one you're talking about. But yeah, because there was two, at least two this month. Or whatever month. Uh, I'm oh, sure it's about time for another one, isn't it? It's been a while. Like buses, aren't they? It's mass shooting. <laughs> been a week. Been a while. Uh, I got a pop quiz question for you. On which day of the week does Craig David chill? Uh, Sunday. Incorrect. He won't give it a fucking rest but, uh, any day of the week. Yeah. No, he's, he's busy all days, isn't he? Busy bastard. Proper, proper thirsty, thirsty bastard. Date rapey bastard. Oh, that's what I was going to say about Kate Bush. She could set up an inclined treadmill rental service at the moment with all the popularity. <laughs> Probably should have saved that for the brown running bear. Running up that hill, running up uh, that treadmill, running up that You've, fifteen. De- I'll just set it up fifteen degrees uphill, running fifty exactly fifteen degrees uphill. You've heard the song "Sisters Are Doing It for Themselves." Why has it ever been a song "Brothers Are Doing It for Themselves"? Because they are. There is a song called "Brothers Are Doing Joe It for Rogan. Themselves." Joe oh, Rogan. Is it? <laughs> yeah, by yeah. Joe Rogan and his boys. Bros are doing it for themselves. Hey, I want here's a song for you to do. I want you to do an impression of Sean Ryder, but singing Elvis '78. Elvis '78. You know, that's suspicious man. Yeah, we, I, yeah. Like, I, 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 Elvis from the year '78. Yeah, so we're, we're right, in okay. the yellow Elvis, in the white suit on stage Elvis with the band Circa '78. Yeah. Okay, in the, cool, yeah. in, when he was live in Vegas okay. but it's, instead of Elvis it's Sean Ryder I'm caught in a trap I'm on the back cause I love you too much baby why can't you see what you're doing to me in the, in the suspicious minds melons, suspicious melons yeah no good one. Oh, yeah you really twisted my suspicious melon man damn fuck that was good put some music on that uh, what about <laughs> Say Mike, you went Michael Jackson. It wasn't beat it. It was called Beat Me. The song was Beat Me. It's better if they rhyme. It was like Weird Al Yankovic. They, they, they rhyme. You've stuck your foot in your mouth and in the okay, toilet. You tell me you've got to go somewhere. Don't want to know where you're going. You go everywhere. Have you shaved your pubic hair? If you're going to touch a penis in a cubicle. Uh, just beat it. It's just all about wanking, is it? Beating your meat. In, no, you didn't uh, let me finish my one. Okay, you just interrupted me halfway through. Uh, it's going to be good, uh-huh. actually. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Too late now, isn't it? I suppose. That's what happens when you get interrupted. You lose your flow. Go on, start again. Pretend I didn't say anything. Okay. Uh, you wanna go somewhere? You going everywhere? You're always walking around wearing flares. You tell me that I'm working in the kitchen all the time. I gotta beat meat. I gotta beat meat because it's my job. Uh, okay. I'm beating meat. I'm beating meat. <laughs> I'm beating meat and preparing food. With a meat hat mallet. 
I'm helping all the diners choose the best food. If they like meat, then that's my job. I'm beating meat. <laughs> well, I'm beating meat. Maybe rude, See, it's lewd. not rude at all. Yeah, no, I mean, you could have rhymed rude or lewd with that. <laughs> uh, could have done a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Could have lived my life completely differently and wouldn't be here now. I you gotta do it. Go over there. Pull down your pants, shave off your pubic hair. Get out a tub of vest and make sure that no one stares. Uh, beat meat beat meat like nobody cares just beat meat beat meat it's all about wanking my in public my body my choice <laughs> man my body my choice man like, <laughs> I love bass drums cymbals and snares but I can't find anywhere anyone else that shares my love of drums apart from the drum clubs where we beat meat we beat and meet they meet and oh, beat oh I see yeah. that's good that's a nice clean one that's lovely nice clean one if we're, on, if we're on the uh if we're doing musicals or and musical wank, numbers wank all over <laughs> the drums <laughs> Greg can you sing Memories by Elaine Page Memories something else in the moonlight do 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 da something else did a thing something or rather then a cat came and did a poo in the alleyway and it stunk. Can you sing Memories by Lane Page, Johnny? Can't remember that one. Have you heard of the Borley Rectory? That, that haunted house that's meant to be like most haunted houses that's ever existed. What, with what? zero ghosts? The Borley Rectory. Borley. And it burned down. What's that like B-A-W? B-O-R-E-Y. Okay. Not that, that matters. If you hadn't heard of it, and this bit doesn't work, because I was going to say, do you think it's scarier than Luigi's Mansion? <laughs> oh, I doubt it. There's fucking loads of ghosts in Luigi's it's Mansion. Ghosts. <laughs> fucking, you can't. Like, every level's. You gone. can't move for ghosts. It's got like about twenty ghosts each fucking level. I doubt there's that many ghosts at Borley fucking thingy. Otherwise, there'd be YouTube videos about it all over the fucking. Well, it's just shop. a few Victorians. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they're like. I see Spain have announced plans to send illegal English immigrants to Rwanda to be processed. <laughs> They're called expats. Yeah. Right on, brother. Yeah. Benidorm cunts. So that's called the uh, cost of leaving crisis. <laughs> I'll, I'll move it to the cost of leaving. <laughs> Ply Dingles. <clears throat> They're not all crackers. Let's go, I've got one here for you, tickety-booders, before we go to the... What? Brown bear. Should we go to the brown bear after this? Yeah. Okay, we'll go to the brown bar after this, but brown, brown bar. bar. It's got, we're going to be changing the name of the brown anyway. We're going to be going to the brown bear in a minute. Uh, but let's start with this one. We each get a go at this. Now, you're called the Sizzler. The Sizzler. And you always liven up a party. So every time there's a party, everyone's going, oh, is Sizzler coming? Is Sizzler coming? But when you walk through the door, you make one hell of an entrance. So each one of us will get our chance to be the Sizzler and show what that entrance looks like into the party that it looks like that everybody loves. That's what they call the Sizzler. Right, do you want to go first, uh, Greg? Uh, Go then. Okay, begin scene. I think he's coming. Oh, God. Hey, yo, Smeed. The Sizzler. The party started. The party's Time going to now. Get this party started. Hey, where's that jukebox? Let me give it a tap. Boom. Oh, he's got the music started. He's fixed it. Every time I come in, I hit the jukebox. My favorite tune starts playing. He's making music with his mouth. That's so cool. I can make music and talk at the same time. It's not even switched on. He's like the fun. 
so hot. Uh, what do you think uh, about going upstairs for a little while with me? Yeah, please. I want to see how your tongue plays against mine. <laughs> Does it have to be a little while? You want to tongue wrestle with me a little while, little lady? Oh, yeah, yeah. it have to be a little, little while. Oh, actually, I've got to win this game of beer pong first. Ooh. Hey, guys, yo! Boom, 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 it's me, Sizzler, Steve! Yeah, he won! But everyone calls me Sizzler, no one calls me Steve, no one calls me Steve. Just Sizzler, yeah. We love you, Sizzler. Thanks, man. That's okay, me. I'll have a go then. It's me. Hey, I'm the Sizzler. Hey, what's this party going? Anyone got any drinks? Uh, drinks for everyone. Anyone smoke? Cigarettes for everyone. I always dish out the goods when I what come loser. to a party. <laughs> what a loser. Sizzler's letting turn off and get everything for free because he's so cool. Sizzler doesn't turn up and give everything else like a goon. That's why people like him. <laughs> Your version of Sizzler's lame. Okay, what's Johnny's version of Sizzling? <laughs> Go on, Johnny, do Sizzler. Right, I'm outside the party. I'm going to do my normal party trick. The Sizzler, they call me. Oh, what I, what I do, this gonna, one's a pedo. I'm going to see Sizzler out the window. I'm going to pull out. I pull out my uh, pockets, both pockets. So they, I call these the ears of the Sizzler elephant. And then I open my fly, and they always think I'm going to poke my finger through, but I actually poke my penis through. Open up, it's the Sizzler! Oh, it's that creepy oh, hi, Sizzler. sizzler. Oh, he's got, oh, hey. oh, he's getting his cock hey. out again. Where's the barbecue? Look at me, Sizzler! Oh sizzler. my god, I burnt my cock off! Sizzler. Oh, Sizzler! There's kids here, Sorry Sizzler. Sorry about the smell. Put that away, Sizzler, we've got kids. <laughs> That's good, very, three very different Sizzlers there. <laughs> and Frank would have loved that. <laughs> okay, let's go to the Brown Bear Comedy Club. Yeah! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Brown Bear Comedy Club. Uh, I'm your host this evening, Steve Mike Compare. Uh, I've got a big announcement to say, but I just want to say where we are, what's going on. Uh, so this week we're at the Old Man and the Pimp in Winstableton, and uh, lovely to be here. We've got a few people in tonight, and we've got three cracking acts for you. So we've got a little bit of an announcement this week, ladies and gentlemen. Next week, the Brown Bear will be changing its name to Gentle Bear Comedy Club, because we've had a complaint. There's actually another Brown Bear, so we'll be changing our name to the Gentle Bear Comedy Club. Uh, it's good to threshen things up all That's the time. A bad name! Thank you very much, sir. We thought it was a better name as well. Thank you, sir. So it's always good to freshen things up. So uh, we've got to see everyone's here ready for comedy and everyone's got their drinks and they're all sat down. So before we uh, get comedy going, uh, let's just... Uh, I'll, I'll do a bit of crowd work. Where do you work, sir? Uh, Staple Clayton. Oh, I mean, what do you mean? What do I do? Yeah, sorry. What do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a banksman. Oh, very interesting. What does that do? Uh, I... 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 Uh like reverse like big machinery and that and draw uh, vehicles into construction do sites like, do you like comedy sir yeah, yeah. Oh, you come to the wrong place only joking we'll oh, sit yeah. down and enjoy the I comedy I Mrs Brown's boys alright thank you sir that's enough oh. so ladies and gentlemen please put your hands together for the first act of the evening it's Keith McCorkindale ladies and gentlemen it's Keith McCorkindale Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Keith McCorkindale. I'm a stand-up comedian. Obviously, that's why I'm here. I wouldn't be here otherwise. <laughs> I'm not just a guy that's walked onto the stage. Uh, right, weddings. So a lot of weddings have been delayed, as you know, for COVID. So this year, I've had to go to maybe bloody seven weddings in one year. Absolutely unbelievable. It's like more weddings than I've had hot dinners. Every other weekend, there's a wedding. Wedding, wedding, wedding. So so many people getting married. It makes you think, like, all these first dances you see. So something that used to be quite original, I don't know if you saw this, was... Uh, what, what is it with these bride and grooms that do like a really slow dance and they go into the hip-hop dance? I'm absolutely sick to death of seeing that. I don't know if you are, ladies and gentlemen. And what is it with... Uh, Very cool. 
Um, oh, you like it, do you, sir? No, oh, I was being, I was taking, I was being oh. sarcastic. Being ironic. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I've got a whole act, so uh, uh, please don't interrupt. Uh, five minutes. What is it with, oh, God, so God. with weddings, uh, so a lot of, the, uh, they, they like to chuck the flowers over. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, anyone ever seen that where they chuck the flowers and the bride gets it yeah. and she's the next one to be married? Oh, I've seen that so, so I, was, I went to one of these weddings and they chucked the flowers and uh, the flowers hit the fan on the ceiling and nobody got the like the flowers went to everybody so everyone got a bit so what does that mean does that mean everyone's going to get married hay fever <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, technically that, yeah thank you sir that was a good one hay fever that's probably better than mine um, <laughs> uh, right uh, I'll be going now thank you very much good night very much, yeah, gentlemen. Yeah, that was yeah. Keith McCorkindale. Some good observations about weddings there and marriage. Oh, uh, put me off getting married, that's for sure. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's get our next act. You've seen this guy before. He always seems like a bad smell. He always follows me around. Uh, it's Johnny Rants. Ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Rants. Woo! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. How you doing out there tonight? Very good, thank you, mate. Well, it's festival season upon us again. Light hay fever. Do you like festivals, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah. Nah. Nah, me neither. Not anymore. I was, I was watching that Isle of Wight festival the other day. Anyone seen the Isle of Wight festival? Yeah, old oh, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, it's in Isle of Wight, isn't it? It certainly is. Well done, sir. I see that Lewis Capaldi was on it. He hasn't changed a bit since he was the little kid on This Is England. <laughs> but he can hold a tune. If he goes on Strictly, it would be a triple threat, wouldn't he, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah. Yeah. And why do scientists keep telling us that the heat waves are getting hotter and earlier? They don't tell the mice the results of their experiments, do they? The mouse knows it's got a bloody great human ear growing on its back. I bet it's fucking deafening. <laughs> it was probably still vote conservative though uh, this next poem is about retiring downsizing and exploring the world in a camper van it's called when I retire when I retire the world will be on fire camper van man in a dystopian Mad Max car park of violent desperate hate and vitriol I'll probably last about a week if I'm lucky this last poem might be a poem I'll do my best the Tories are using airbuses like the Nazis use trains, killing disabled people at Gatwick and trying to fly undesirables to processing plants in Rwanda. Hitler would have had that plane flying on time and packed them full of light cattle. Pretty Patel, hang your head in shame. Nothing to see here, Uganda if you want to, but Pretty doesn't want to. I don't think she cares, to be honest, with you. If the plane takes off, fills up or fucking crashes, she is an inaction distraction, the invisible dead cat that scratches. Uh, I think a day will come when the goldfish will rise up and make the people that work at fairgrounds live in Perspex caravans. Thank you very much. Good night. Thank you very much, Joe. That was Johnny Runce. He always brings it to the table. So now our final act of the evening. He's a big headliner. Please put your hands together for Peter Panty, the soapy sneaker. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Peter Panty, the soapy sneaker. Thank you very much. All right, Dad, I'm Peter Panty. And I'm covered in soap. And I like to sneak around. And, uh, very literal. Get off, mate. Get off, mate. I like to sneak around covered in soap. And Panty, what, what's my name again? Peter, Peter Panty. Peter Panty, the soapy sneaker. So, yes, I like panties, obviously, and I pant a lot whilst I'm looking for pants uh, covered in soap. It's, it's quiet, and I do it quiet like. So, that's the explanation of my. Drawers. That's, that's right, that's right, that's, that's what I do. Uh, so, that's the explanation about my name. So, uh, so a joke. So let's think of a joke. That's okay. A joke about pants. <laughs> yeah. So and so. Uh, have you ever noticed how hard it is to sneak around someone's house and find their pants covered, even if you are covered in soap? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, what an observation. What, do you have a bath first in their house? I always have a bath in the house, yes. Uh, no, 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 sorry, no. I get I get soapy before the uh, the house, and if any of the soap gets uh, comes off too much, then... You don't rinse off? Uh, uh, no, I. but if the soap comes off, then I use their bath, and I top myself up with some soap of theirs, and I sneak around, panting. Um, I got a joke. I got a joke. Um, uh, it's oh, I got hay fever. I get a, I get really bad hay fever at the moment, and um, I'm always sneezing, and there's snot everywhere, snot all over the place, including in my pants. Uh, I have to take pantyhistamines. Yay. All right, everyone, I've been panty Pete or whatever. That soapy, sneaky cunt, Dodger. Bye. Very much, Sergio. Well, that was Panty Peter, the Snoopy Sneaker. I uh, thought you enjoyed that. A cracking headline act. I think he's going to Edinburgh. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for coming this week. Have a safe journey home and good night. Thank you very much for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you thoroughly enjoyed it, just as we enjoyed making it for you, as you can tell by all our enthusiasm. Uh, my name was Ben. Um, I've been Greg. Au revoir. I've been Gregoire. Adios, gringos. I've been Johnny. Toulou. Just stop your crying, it's a sign of the times Welcome to the final show I hope you're wearing your best clothes You can't bribe the door on your way to the sky You look pretty good down here But you ain't really good We never learned we've been here before Why are we always stuck and running from the bullet? The bullet We never learned we've been here before Why are we always stuck and running from the bullet? The bullet
And later on in the show, we look into claims that food donation bins in supermarkets go right back on the shelves in the evening. That's why you've got those big skin uh, sausages. 